Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. So you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. 
Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's me and Bob and his son screaming in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you know, as every good father would do, I literally just reached over and locked the door into my office. Just in case. Yeah, that's pretty uh, that's pretty exciting. I literally was starting to think, oh, my God, I can hear them rum- rummaging around out there. I think they're coming for me. And, you know, I don't know if you can tell, but my, my other son already rode me like a horse and, like, choked me out and took me to the ground. So it's been an eventful Isn't day. Isn't that what your wife does? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Well, you're right. It was my birthday. Hey. It was my birthday. So <laughs> we do get to do that once a year. <laughs> Isn't that, that's what, not what everyone does? I thought, no? Yeah, um, exactly, yeah. But hey, oh happy, my gosh. happy post-Mother's Day to you. Aw, thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. And a happy post-birthday to you. Thank I you. mean, my Mother's Day was so great that my husband said, you know what, you can have Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That is really awesome. So, so you can tell how great my father, my Mother's Day was, but your birthday was freaking amazing. Tell everyone what happened. So, yes. Yeah, so this was my uh, 17th year going to the Kentucky Derby. And yeah. um, it was, uh, which I know sounds a little excessive, but I do love it. And it always falls around, <laughs> on or around my birthday. So, uh, yeah. and I've had a couple moments, like I didn't, I didn't get into the details with you when we were texting last night, but I've had a couple moments that have been pretty spectacular this year, mm-hmm. uh, was one of them in, um, in that, uh, you know, everyone was all excited about the 80 to one odds horse that, that won the Kentucky right. Derby and came out of nowhere. No one more excited than this guy because I, uh, bet on that horse and, so I had, uh, it's kind of a long story, but you know, the way the Derby race goes, there's several races before it. And when I'm always playing a little here and a little there, like, oh, I'll put $5 to win on this guy or $10 to win on that guy. Well, yeah. I made a bet in the previous race that also included a long shot horse. And so I kind of won a lot of money in the previous race. And I'm like, oh my God, I wasn't even expecting it. Cause I don't even, you know, it's not like I'm studying these horses. I don't know anything. Right. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, that guy's got on a blue shirt. I like blue. I'll bet on him. You know, and uh, it's not that simple, but it's pretty close. So uh, that's how I look yeah. at it. Oh, it's, and it's fun. You know, it makes it kind of fun. So anyway, I, yeah. I, I decided as I had already made all of my my derby bets with my buddies, I decided, you know what? I'm going to take this little extra, you know, swing I have. And I'm going to go back and put some money on all the long shots just in case. And yes. so um, I put I actually put a hundred dollars on okay. four horses four of the long shot horses. And then my one buddy comes up and he says, uh, oh, I want to do that. But it's, you know, it's only like 30 seconds left. I said, well, here, just give me 200 bucks and we'll split it. That was a fatal mistake. Had I not done that, I probably would have <laughs> skipped this call today because I'd be out there just, you know, spending money everywhere. But instead, 
I ended up winning uh, the, I, went, I, I won on the long shot horse. So it was an 80 to one odds horse. I essentially had 50 bucks on him. So it made a really uh, fun weekend even more fun. That's awesome. That's so fun. I mean, yeah. especially because it was your birthday. I know. Um, I, I mean, I can't believe you're on this call right now instead of like out shopping. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I should just be out throwing cash around, but no, you know. You should. With I actually have a funny story about cash, like you reminded me, and I didn't. I don't think I've told this. So, the weekend, maybe two or three weeks ago, I went to LA for an Almost Famous podcast. And by the way, welcome to the Almost Famous OGs, because I didn't say that in the beginning. But um, so I went to LA. It was supposed to be a podcast with Ashley, but she ended up not being able to make it. So it was me and Annalise and uh, Ashley Frazier and Amanda Stanton. And uh, I don't think anybody else was there. So we they rent this like Sprinter van to take us shopping. We got to go shopping what? at Macy's. It was like a pre-Mother's Day thing. Oh, how fun. So they spoiled us. They they got us lunch. We podcasted with Ashley. We got hair and glam and I felt felt beautiful and then got to um, go shopping. So we get the Sprinter van and we're going to Century City Mall in L.A., and I'm just, I'm sitting in my seat and I'm just, you know, I kind of like look around whenever I'm in like limos or, you know, sprinters like that. I like look around and I'm, I open one of the, one of the little, I don't know, it's not a container, but it's like, like when you pull out the, um, yeah, like a compartment. Okay. I open a compartment and Bob, there are, there are, I counted after, after the fact. 27 $100 bills. What? $2,700 in this little compartment that you normally would pull out a tray, you know, to just like eat or whatever. Just cash sitting there staring at me. (laughs) And I was on the phone actually with Tenley because she was supposed to come. And I was like, Okay, hold on. I close the compartment. I'm like, let me talk to Tenley. And then everyone's looking at me like, what the heck was that? That is so funny. So I get off the phone with Tenley and and proceed to like actually pull all the money out, count it. And I told the girls after, it's the biggest regret of my adult adult life in that I gave the money to the driver. Like, how freaking stupid and honest am I? Like, why didn't I just split it or take the money and run? You know that driver's not giving it to his company. Oh, you know no. that. Gosh, no. I mean, that had to be. And why did I do that? I mean, $2,700. You know what, though? Had you not, and I know you, Trista Sutter, Karma. had you not, you'd have been kicking yourself for days. You would have, you would have given it back anyway. So, you know. I know. I know I how know. that works. I was like, so, yeah. Anyway, isn't that crazy? Okay, so we're. I'm really excited about today's show. I have not. I feel like I met Lorenzo, but I, I don't know. Um. So we've got Lorenzo Borghese on the show, who was our Italian, yes, like, royal prince, Prince Lorenzo um, Borghese. Prince Lorenzo, and and then a special guest that was on his season later on. So, um. I'm really excited to talk to him. Well, I am too, and I'll tell you why I'm so excited to talk to him, because he and I attended the Kentucky Derby together one year as well. Oh, that's awesome. Actually, maybe he was there the year that I went. Maybe. I don't know. Well, let's Let's bring bring him in and talk about it. Where's Lozo? (laughs) Where is Lozo? 
How are you, my friend? Hi. I'm good. So we were just talking about the Kentucky Derby and how I was at the Derby this weekend and I had a, a big bet come through on that 80 to 1 horse. And I said one of my favorite derbies was spent with, I call you Lozobo. Uh, <laughs> he does so, not. He just so made it up. <laughs> I was on that horse. I was on that horse. I was actually on it for $100 to win. I went through and bet all the long shots and then I split it with my buddy Warren. So it was actually divided up a little bit. But uh, yeah, so needless to say, I was very excited. And then I so, proceeded to, you know, go out and spend it all. No, you I didn't. know who won? Who won when I was there with you? Wasn't that the fifty to one? Was that Giacomo? Uh, I know. I forget the horse that won, but Gene Simmons was the big winner. He bet on the horse. He was freaking Gene out. Simmons. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. Man, we uh, had a good time that, that year. That is so funny. Yeah, I forget Aww. which which horse won it, and since then I've only been to one other Derby. Yeah. So wow. I'm totally missing out. Right I like now. I like what you got going on behind you in your backdrop. Yeah, it's my home office, man. I got to you know. Gotta have my uh, my my props back there. It's Your accoutrements. Your accoutrements. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How are you, Lorenzo? Hey, it's good. How's it going? How's family life? But you know what? I'm now? trying to remember. Did we did we ever meet in person? Yeah, we met it. We met in uh, in Bill. Oh, okay, good. I, I mean, I love being able to have people remind me how I met. Them. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. we met. Uh, I don't know if you remember Ted Hauser. Was, yes, of course. Yeah, so we I, I've been friends with him for years. So um and then Oh my Ryan gosh, I, are you still friends with him? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw him like two months ago. I, I was out I was oh out in jail again. Oh my gosh. Well you have to let me know when you come the next time. Yeah, no, so yeah. um Yeah, because she remembers so last time we- so well. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sorry, I had to do it. I had to do it. Yeah, sorry. So, so mommy brain, hello, is still in effect um, <laughs> because my kids are 13 and 14. You know, go figure. Um, anyway, so how are you since bachelor days? Like, tell us what's been going on in your life. Obviously, you were Prince Lorenzo and you were in Italy, right, during the season? Yeah, another memorable thing that you remember about me. <laughs> Italy? <laughs> Yes. What do you mean? You weren't in Italy? No, I was. I'm just saying, yes. Okay, good. Okay, good. (laughs) uh, uh, My season was filmed in Italy, I believe, I think 2006 it was. 2006. Yeah, so not too long after us. Yeah. Yeah, you were, Bob, when when were you? Like 2004? 2003, and then mine aired, like, you know, well, I guess it aired throughout 2004, right? Yeah. And then, so. And then you were on when? I was right before, so um, I was on the first Bachelor, and that was in two, filmed in 2002, but it aired in 2003, and then I filmed in 2002 for my season two, and it aired in 2003. So yeah. um, I was kind of a 2003, so like three years before you. Yeah. Um, and, you and you guys were on twice. Correct. Yeah, both yeah, of us. Yeah, both of us. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that's good. And you know exactly. what? You can so, be too, Lozo Bell. You can't yeah, be too. Right. <laughs> that's, that's something I would never do again. Like, would you do it again? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> really? Yeah. So is it absolutely not because your life is good where it is now or you hated the experience or tell us why? Um, I didn't really love the experience. Um, yeah. I was very uncomfortable with it. And I remember right before I went on, my sister's like, oh my gosh, just be careful when you kiss somebody because they're going to hear your saliva exchanging. And oh my I, God. I was thinking about just like my grandparents watching and my mother watching. I was like, this, and 
it was it was terrifying for me. Like I yeah. just I yeah. it. I didn't like being on camera. Um, and to be honest, I wasn't ready for it. I just I was thrown in there, and I thought I'd be ready for it. And, it, and all of a sudden, as you guys know, it's your your uh, you're on this show, and and it and it gets crazy. And um, yeah. I just remember I had a calendar, and I know I knew I was going to be there for two months, and I kept crossing off every single day until my last day. Like it was a, and then I felt it was work. You know, I was like, all right, yeah. the only way the only way yeah, I actually managed to get through is like, okay, this is a job, and you signed up for it. I need to finish it. And that's the only way I got through my season was it was, yeah. it was very difficult for me and, and it was really uncomfortable. Like, you know, I, re- I remember us talking about that actually. Cause I, I remember thinking to myself, it, it, it's actually very endearing quality of you, uh, by the way, Lorenzo, but yeah. I remember how <laughs> we're sitting at this table together and, you know, we're, everyone's coming over to talk to us and I'm just, of course, in, like in my element, I'm like, oh yeah, at the Derby and, and we start talking and you're like, yeah, man, I, I just really, it wasn't, it wasn't a ton of fun for me. And, and I remember that about you. I was like, man, this guy is really, he's really willing to be vulnerable right away with me. I loved it, you know, cause we didn't know each other uh, up until that moment. And, um, and it was one of those things, I think you and I ran into each other quite a few times, uh, over the years, yeah. just in random places. And it was always great to see you because, you know, it wasn't one of those things. I mean, it's it's actually, you know, um, I feel that way about Aaron Berge a little bit. Aaron Berge, also Trista, who I know, and I think Lorenzo, you know him too. He's he's a he was the second bachelor, but he was also one of those one of those guys who was just like, man, this was just horribly uncomfortable for me. You know, like he felt like he was just it was a it was work for him every day because he's he's a friendly guy and he's an outgoing guy, but he was just you know it was tough for him to think about his whole family. Kind of being dragged into this yeah. thing. Your sister, yeah. your brother, your grandparents. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I don't know how much time we have, but I can tell you if we have a little time, I'll tell you why I did it, which I think is pretty interesting. Yeah, please. So I would love to hear that. I was I was engaged prior to the show, uh, broke it off, it just wasn't right. And then I remember I had two tickets to go see Billy Joel. I was living in New York City. And I didn't have a date for the concert. So I went to a party that my friend was having, like cocktail party. I'm like, I'll just find a girl and invite her to Billy Joel. I go to the party, invite all these random girls. They're like, no, I'm not going to go to Billy Joel with you. I don't even know you. So <laughs> I ended up going by myself to Madison Square Garden. I had third row tickets, like on the floor. And it was oh the middle gosh. of wintertime. And I bought two beers. And I'm going to my seats. And there were uh, coats on both seats. So I told the people that have the coats, I'm like, no, no, you only have to remove one set of coats. And they said, you're here by yourself? And I'm like, yeah. And I have both tickets. I'm like, oh, well, that's interesting. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such a loser. I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching this concert and I can't believe it. I'm like, if anything comes my way, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, you know, take people up on it. So fast forward like a month later, I had tickets to go see the Rolling Stones and I was digging this, this girl that lived in my building conveniently. And um, I took I take her to the concert, but before I went to the concert, she was watching The Bachelor with, with a roommate. And I was like, yeah, the show is still on. She was like, yeah, we love it. We absolutely love it, blah, blah, blah. So I take her to the, to the concert. And during the concert, she's been like, basically ignoring me, really cold, whatever. She, I, I was like, all right, there's a distance going here. And I get back after the show, we, we go back to our, uh, our building. I said, what was wrong with you? You seemed like you were miserable at the concert. Like it was the Rolling Stones, like Nassau Square Garden. She goes, yeah, well, you're moving out of the building and I'm Jewish and you're Catholic. So I don't think this is going to go anywhere. And I was like, what? Like, at least you should have told me this before the concert. <laughs> I, was, I was so like, I just couldn't believe it. 
And a couple of days later, Michael calls me and he says, hey, um, can I submit your name uh, uh, for the show The Bachelor? And I was like, yeah. Sure. Your but, uncle? Yeah, my, my uncle was living in L.A. Okay. And uh, he actually knew Brooke Carson, who was a, a uh-huh. person for the show. And sure. uh, I said, yeah, whatever. I didn't think twice. And sure enough, I get a call like two weeks later. And that's how it all happened was that I was so miserable and like felt like such a loser. So if anything comes my way, I'm going to take it. And this fell right in my yeah. lap. And then I was announced. I, was, I think I was the first announced before the season actually started because when, when you guys were on, they would announce it like it was a secret, you know? Like right. I was so the girl that broke up with me calls me and she's like, you're going to be the next bachelor. I said, yep. And I hung up. <laughs> Sorry. So you that, hung up. <laughs> yeah, so that's how, that's how it all started. And then, and then I got myself into it. I was like, all right, now I'm totally screwed. You're like, arrivederci. <laughs> Yeah, I was yeah. trying to go with your native tongue. So yeah, no, I got I, you. I got you. <laughs> Ciao. So, yeah, that's, yeah. Yes. and then I'm like, what did I just do to myself? Oh my god. So yeah, that's how it all started. That is so. Crazy. How has life changed since then? How's life well, since you were on I the started, show? You know, the best thing about this, and I tell everybody, is like it. It gave me a voice. It, you know, all of a sudden, uh-huh. you like people will listen to you. No, you know, I think it's crazy, but it, it's true unfortunately it was really before all the social media like before instagram right and then i tried yeah. to get on facebook yeah. but people were like facebook's for high school kids you're gonna look like a pervert so I, <laughs> I just on facebook, you know? so, so um i had no social media but as social media picked up and i was allowed i felt like comfortable on it um i started an animal charity called animal aid usa we founded it in 2012 awesome. uh we've saved uh over thirty thousand dogs since then uh, everyone oh, wow. I work with is a volunteer. And then I started most recently South Beach Brewing Company. And I'm going to have a beer right now. It's a, I'm going to, it's all about marketing. So I got a, a, a candy, which is made Put with 100% natural peach and lemon juice. And you can hear Amazing. that. I'm going to have to try that. I like peach and lemon juice. <laughs> it's, it's so good. And it, this one's gluten and GMO free. And uh, it's five and a half percent. For real. Off. And then, hold on, hey, Tina Trigger. And then, so the other passion oh, I told you about animal good. aid, and then I got this little little one here. Oh, hi, oh, puppy. Look at she your was, face. She's, uh, she's my coworker. <laughs> she's so cute. Do you still yes. have the, the? Do you still have the shampoo? The the yeah. The... So so I still do dog shampoos. I have a royal treatment line, but um, I've been really focusing on on South Beach Brewing, and then I also started using social media to discuss my political views, whether you like them or not. I just got fed up with what was happening in, in our country and, and the science and censorship. And I just, I feel that like we're heading the wrong direction. And I think everyone should be able to express their opinions without being silenced, without being terrified that they're going to get canceled. And yeah, so cancel started, culture. Yeah. yeah. And then I've lost a lot of so-called friends because of it. But um, I was like, if someone can't, friendly with me because of my political views and, and because I feel I'm doing the right thing, then, then it's okay. Yeah. But I just, I, it's just really taking up a lot of my time and, and people say, you shouldn't, you shouldn't worry about it. And I said, well, you know, if I was, you know, 20 again and, and, and there was a draft, like I would have to go to war. And just because I'm not being drafted, we are at war um, with what's happening. And, I, and I'm going to use social media as my way to fight this war. And people are like, yeah. we should just get off Facebook. And I said, why? That's that's where people, that's where I'm really being attacked. Just trying, to, just trying to, you know, be 
on the uh, on the same playing field that that some of my enemies are. And it's just, you know, again, it's just sad that it's gotten to this point, but I think we should all get along and we should all be open to listening to other people's opinions without shutting them down. Yeah, I, I, hey. I do the opposite on my Facebook. I'm all uh, pictures of uh, puppy dogs, Same. ice cream, and, uh, you know. Yeah, I used to be. I used to my be. Babies. My babies. My yeah, babies. Hey, speaking of babies, yeah. do you have any kids? I, I have no kids, just Tina Turner. There you go. Is that her name? Is Tina just Turner? Tina Turner. Yeah, oh, Turner. my gosh. I love that name. Yeah, she's, she's simply the best woodle. She's a woodle, so. Oh, a woodle. Simply the best. You see what he did there? I like yeah, that. The I best. do. I do. I picked up on that. Yeah, that, that's so. Yeah, she's she's a great dog. She's eight, but looks really young and like has those long legs like Tina Turner. And oh yeah. A ton of <laughs> so, so now yeah. at, it's at the end of your season. Yeah. You picked who? What you don't remember, Bob? I do remember. I'm only kidding. I, 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 <laughs> if you do, then there is a problem with you. Okay, because in 2006, remember who I picked, and I then I have to like question everything you're doing. I believe um, it was uh, Florida school teacher Jennifer Wilson. You, Jennifer, you, yes, yeah. Yes. Thank, thank God for the internet, right? <laughs> exactly. I googled you. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, yes. I, I, I picked Jennifer Wilson. We dated for a few weeks after the show. Um, she was and you on, guys didn't get engaged on the show, right? No, for my personal reasons. One, I, again, I told you I shouldn't. I wasn't prepared for it. And one of the main yeah. reasons is that I had just been engaged um, prior to the show. And although I knew that my ex was was moving on and in a serious relationship, I just felt like it would have been really painful to throw it in her face and get engaged. I'm yeah, sure again, I, I, should, I, I should have never done the show. But yeah, no, that was um, thoughtful. I think everyone's yeah, got their I, own reasons in that 11th hour, you know, yeah, well, I didn't propose then, either. Yeah. So I get and, it. Well, and yeah. Then, and then the other reason like, was, okay, I haven't met any of her friends. I haven't seen her like, drunk at a bar with all my guy friends i don't know if like she would you know who knows if she has a different attitude then i've been the only guy she's been hanging out with for two months yeah um, i've been i haven't pulled out my wallet once you know everything was like <laughs> you know everything's great and everything. so i was like you i think in order to really get to know a person you need to go through the highs and lows and it was just all oh, for sure yeah. So, yeah. Although I got I got engaged after six weeks and we've been married for almost twenty years. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you, so you know, there's there's always those those uh, those special connections. Or an offshoot. Yeah. No. And my, my parents have been married for fifty five years. They dated. Oh, that's three amazing. Weeks. Three weeks. Oh wow! I that's actually, amazing. I remember that about you. I remember you telling me that actually, because I remember thinking my parents yeah. were married for fifty eight years when my when my father just passed away, and sorry, I remember you, thinking, how great. Nah, thank you, yeah. buddy. But, you know, we, we were asking the question of who you picked because, you know, we here at uh, the OGs, we really like to combine, you know, like, for example, one week, uh, my runner up, Kelly Joe, uh, was a special yeah. guest to come in and torture me a little bit, which she she didn't because <laughs> she's very sweet. But we she's invited so sweet. your runner up to come join us, actually. Who, who was that? Uh, yes. You don't remember? No. What? <laughs> Stop it. Do you? Joe. Wait. Huh? Well, we'll we'll ask this when she comes on. Um, yes. But yeah, your runner up is in the waiting room. Do you, are are you okay with us bringing her yeah, in? Bring, bring her on. What keeps baby skin healthy? 
a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash famous. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on in, Sadie. Sadie Murray, the go-to girlfriend. Is going to come and join us here. The go-to girlfriend. So she was Perenz Lorenzo Borghese's, what do you call it, a runner-up. Runner-up. I was trying to think of of something clever to say there. She got second prize, which is weird, right? Because like (laughs) runner-up. It's like what? Yeah, I know. I've been called runner-up because I was technically the runner-up on the, The Bachelor and... Yeah, it's not the best term. I don't know. Well, the, the if, one you're, you didn't if you're dating choose, someone as, as imbalanced as me, when when you call them the runner up, they actually should just be called the winner because they didn't have to. Uh, <laughs> they, should they, should call, they should definitely be called the winner. Oh, no. Well, I ended up being the winner because because I was the runner up, I got chosen to be the bachelorette or for whatever reason. That's and, right. Um, and I and ended up being out. the winner. So that's true. Yeah. You have a good yep. All right. Well, okay. We want to bring Sadie in to join us here. Uh, let's see if she's available. Can we get Sadie to come in and join us? Yeah. Oh, you look great. Yay. Hi. <laughs> Guys. Oh, my God. Hi, Lorenzo Borghese. Hey, Sadie, you're not in this shot, by the way. But you, oh, there yeah, you where are. are you? There she is. Oh, there you are. like a drag queen but i had another shoot before this and so i'm i'm full hair and makeup so hi nice. you do not oh. look like a drag queen you're making me jealous is what you're doing sadie do you do you call <laughs> do you call prince lorenzo borghese do you call him prince lo zobo like i do oh my God. no one does that i don't no one does that Bob. that sounds amazing and it's gonna stick from i think so out. too oh thank you <laughs> Wait, there you Prince, go. Lozobo? Prince, uh, Lo- Prince Lozobo. I say it like oh. Lozobo. Oh, okay. I thought you said Lobozo, and I would oh, go with that. Oh, better, thank no! You. That's a good one. Sadie, did you <laughs> think did you think when when you didn't get the final rose, did you think he was a Lobozo instead of Lozobo? Did you think yeah, he made yeah. a wrong choice? I think I wanted to know what I missed, you know, during the first part of this interview. And I thought, did we already discuss, you know, Lorenzo's biggest regret in life? Because. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yes. we'll bring you up to speed. We met Tina yeah. Turner. We met Tina Turner while you were away. No, bring her back. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Tina Turner's his dog. Tina Turner's yeah, his well, dog. Amazing. I got to hold on. There she is. Share. Cher is on the other line. I just got to take this. Oh, yes, Cher. Nice. Okay, Go. no, we're good. We're good. Okay. So, I mean, so how did you end up on the show in the first place, Sadie? I know, I know, there was kind of a, a really fun story to that. With your, you had like a, a PR thing you were working on. I think it's really yeah. interesting. You guys, it was it was really fun. I was working at a PR firm <laughs> in LA, a fashion and beauty PR firm, and I got a call. You know, I was the girl that just answered the phone, basically. 
And, uh, and I answered and they were like, we really would love jeans. It was the bachelor producers. And they were like, we'd love to, you know, explore some product placement opportunities on the show. And I, at the time knew that the one before was taking place in, you know, Paris. And so of course the little journalist in me, I was like, where are you guys shooting this time? And they said, Rome. And I said, <laughs> can I personally deliver the products to you? Uh, you and, did. and they were like, well, uh, and I said, no, seriously, I want to be on this. I want to be on the show. And I think at the time I was like 24 working under fluorescent lights. And I was like, God, a trip to Rome sounds great right now. So <laughs> I ended up meeting the producers at i think like the hilton and universal you know right by universal studio oh yeah that's the spot yeah 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 that's of course. the spot yes you guys know and yeah it was fun i just i just went in there and was like i'm ready to have a good time and and i got i got the gig and did you did you have a good time like was it an experience that you look back on with uh, loving memories or <laughs> you know I I had a great experience. I loved meeting everyone. I loved the girls. Meeting Lorenzo was so much fun. Um, I got to be honest, though, afterward, I don't think anyone is really prepared for the sort of PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. For yeah. lack of a better term. But it's like you go through so much and it's your experience. And then you watch yeah. the edited version and you're yeah. it's a complete it's a slice of actually what happened and um and then you've right. got random people talking to you like i remember going to the whole yeah. foods in beverly hills after the finale and obviously i was not chosen thank you lorenzo and <laughs> oh, you're, you're kind of welcome. I'm, I'm gonna get something for a second i totally forgot about this keep talking uh, oh my god wait lorenzo i see in the background that you've got multiple roses in a vase was that on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> always, always. They were given to me by like uh, I, I don't know who, but um, no, they were they were for for my my girlfriend's birthday. Aww. Oh, okay, good. Aww. Oh, that's sweet. See, do you love how it, he still gives out roses. He's still so roses. Good old Lazobo. I'm telling you, he brings it back every time. <laughs> love that guy. So yeah, you're at, you're at the Whole Foods. What happens? You get you get confronted Let's by the this. cashier. You know, I'm literally like, I'm, I'm checking to see how ripe the pears are. And it's like, people are coming up to me and they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. But like, they didn't like that I was okay because it was, it was months later for me, you know? So I was, I was yeah. fine. But when it happened, yeah. I was shocked. Like I was yeah, not, I mean, you guys, Trista, I wore a white dress to the, the final ceremony. Like, so you knew I it was did. you. You knew it was you. Bob, I was so like confident. I was bridal chic. I was yeah. like, this is happening. Like, where's my yeah. gown? I was the same. I, I didn't wear a Trista, white dress. I thought Trista was choosing was me on her season. Uh, and I wasn't even in the final episode. And I'm like, <laughs> I literally am looking for Chris Harrison. I'm like, where the hell? I'm in the tux. I'm like, am I not proposing today? What the F? I'm here, everybody. I'm like, why are you I, waiting for me? We're filming a finale in Michigan. This is so weird. Why am I the only person here? <laughs> That's incredible. 
Oh my God, I love it. So Sadie, um, tell us about the go-to girlfriend because I know after the show, you ended up, you do a lot of hosting. You're on a lot of different shows, kind of um, kind of similar to what Bob has done um, yeah, Sadie, with we have a, television. Yeah, we have a similar career and, path, you and I. Yes. I love this. We're, we're, I mean, meant for each other in the TV world. I, <laughs> yeah, I basically. He's married. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> only in the, only in the real kidding. world, though. I'm in the TV world, kidding. swing and single. <laughs> All right, uh, Krista, I don't, I don't, the odds are not in my favor again. Thank you for uh, letting me know that. Oh. Uh, Lorenzo has a girlfriend, Bob, you know, Taken. Sadie, you could be like you could be like the Brad Womack. You could be like the Brad Womack of the uh, the almost famous OGs. (laughs) I don't. I I honestly I feel offended by that. Uh, No one wants to be. No one wants to be the Brad Womack of of anything. I'm sorry. Of anything. That's the worst comparison. Oh and I love you, Brad, if and, you're listening. I will. Oh, that's right. Got a Bob Guinea block. Okay. I, I blocked you. Okay. We're good now. Trista, did you oh, say you're you sweating? Are freaking Trista goes, I'm sweating. No, I didn't. You're making that up. I did not say that. I, 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 no, have, I love her. I have something really uh, interesting to share. I'm sure you guys have oh all this too. First time ever, he has something interesting to say. Let's go, Lorenzo. Oh Let's my enjoy. gosh, not nice what you really like. Please, <laughs> Terry. Okay, so, so oh, go ahead. after the show, and you guys probably got this too, but now it's probably like social media stuff. But I got you know hundreds of letters. People were sending me like their dog pictures, etc. Oh yeah. But one of the biggest themes was they were upset that I didn't pick Sadie. Oh really? People, sure. I'm just going to read a little of this. Uh, and I've got a ton of these. I, I have to say, I'm highly disappointed in you. As a member of a royal family, you should have realized you sent a horrible message to the young, good girls that um, I can that uh, of the world by picking a used woman to be your partner. Oh, that's not nice. Yeah. And then, it, oh it, my it goes, goodness. I, mean, I would get all this hate mail by, by basically telling me that. Um, I made a huge decision and they were disappointed and they were all big fans of Sadie. Oh, well, that's what everyone does. But I have to say, so they said that she was, Jennifer was a used woman because Sadie, you were the first person in the Bachelor franchise on national television to um, speak about how you were a virgin coming onto the show, correct? One of the first, yeah. No, uh, Bob. Bob was the first. The no, first. no. I, I did have a girl on my season who who said that as well. I remember that. Oh, there was. Yeah. Okay. Really? Then we, uh, sorry, I've been given yes. incorrect intel. Yes. Wow. Um, I thought that Sadie. I thought that you were the first one to well, um, speak about. That. I think Sadie I just became the most high profile. About... I think I think she was the most high profile ah. to to be at that stage in the show and and, and talking about yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. what I think it was. Got it. And, and you know, that's really been the highlight of my life. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> talking about virginity on national TV was just, I mean, it was a peak performance. It's been downhill since. Um, but truly, yeah, I guess I was... I mean, obviously not the first, but maybe, dare I say, toot my own horn, a trailblazer. Um, you were a trailblazer. I'd we're going to so. say it. I'd say so for sure. <laughs> yeah, that was 
wild, you guys. I mean, I grew up, um, you know, Christian kindergarten through 12th grade. And like, that was a very, uh, that was very much a part of my identity at the time. Yeah. Um, I did not think in the, God, how many hours did we have all of those TMIs? I mean, put together. ITMs. How, or IT, oh, so ITMs. Many. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. ITM, TMI, you know, same thing. Yeah. Oh they, they, <laughs> they work. <laughs> it works. <laughs> I guess we can full circle that moment because I did a lot of TMI in my ITM. So <laughs> yeah, right. I, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I, I mean, I talked about a lot of other aspects of my life and they, of course, the producers, of course, they latched onto the one thing that like, of you know, course they be, did. because you're a character, like at the end of the day, yeah. you're yeah, a character. You are. And I honestly yeah. think I was just a little bit, uh, not naive, but because I was very hip to, TV at the time because of my PR background and, you know, knowing sound bites and what to say and a, a great concise way that would be a tease yeah. or what have you. But I really like, I feel like they did me a little dirty because there was more, <laughs> they did the virgin dirty, but uh, I feel like there was so much more. No, there was so much more to my personality that like did not get shown at all. Yeah, and that's, but that's course. okay. That's okay. It was, I mean, I got a free trip to Italy. I met a lifelong friend in Lorenzo. We've remained friends. We, you, you know, have? Yeah. Have you guys stayed in touch? Oh my God, yeah. That's why I'm giving him such a hard time. It's not like we don't talk. I love it. No, and, and I, I think it. the last time I saw you was in Newport. And uh, and then my friend asked you out. Yes. Ah! Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you not realize that the guy code? I mean, what is going on here? Yeah, so sure. Yeah, yeah, you, and, and, you know, uh, and he messaged you, but you know, you guys never made it out together. Well, you know, I'm a used woman now, and I didn't want to, you know, <laughs> you know dirty up your friends. You know, considering oh. you, know, you have a reputation. Newsflash. <laughs> As a royal family member. Did they ask you to do the bachelorette afterwards? No. No? I thought they So wait, you. wait. I've got some tea. Are you ready for this? And okay, Lorenzo, tea. Lorenzo, if you don't back me up, you know how much dirt I have on you. And uh, you have I nothing will, on me. I have so much. I have well, so much. Uh, wait, do you remember New York with your assistant and the room? Okay, oh, so yes. I do remember okay, that. So oh, I, guys. Okay, okay, we so spill, spill, spill. We might have another episode spill. with this. Yes, we, we need spill the tea. Awful. We're going to end on this note. We need to end on a high. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Spill the tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I just, I, so when I wasn't chosen at the end in my beautiful white dress, I was feeling it, feeling very Grace Kelly. And Lorenzo said, there's, you know, someone else here or whatever he said. And it's definitely not you, Sadie. You're not the girl for me. And <laughs> I looked at him and I was like, okay. And I was like, we're going to have a moment of grace here and be like, that's great. Good for you. So I did that and I felt it. But during this, we had like a, a break during production or whatever because of lighting. And Lorenzo whispered in my ear, call me later this isn't the end. <gasps> wow. Oh my goodness. I wondered if that I, has ever happened. Wait a sec. I called him from the airport 
I think when I like landed in New York or whatever, and he like explained to me, he was like, I really wanted to pick you, but I think you would be like, I, I made this decision because I really think like you'd be great as the bachelorette, but like, I would love to like, see what happens. I don't Aww, know. So Lorenzo. He, he was so sweet. And that would have been an amazing experience, except it didn't happen. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm surprised. So they never asked you? They, they no. Were... That's Tell incredible. That is kind of a surprise, to be honest. Wait, I think he would have been great. It is. And, and, and the producers absolutely loved her. I just wanted to give a little, like, I wanted to give some cred to Lorenzo because I feel like he did get, I've actually, I think, on the record said he was the worst bachelor ever. And I, I stand by that because he's such a great guy and such a good person. And so he went into it not acting like I'm on a TV show. He really went into it, like, I think really hopeful and wanting to find love. And unfortunately, like, he he wasn't about, he didn't want to play into the games that the producers sometimes, you know, yeah. would egg him on or, you know, there was a lot of stuff that maybe was yeah. staged. And, and he truthfully, I think, that honestly that's why i really liked him because he stood up to producers and i was like oh that's i like this this is fun yeah. you know so yeah i get that you know ryan so, did that too yeah so i mean he i feel like he's such a great guy he's got so much going for him and he's got such a great character and and i i, he, I think it was a miss just because it was not the right fit for the show does that make sense yeah. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. he was telling us before you came on that there were like his sister had said before he started the show, like, make sure when you're kissing people, like you're going to you're going to hear all the saliva. And so he went into it. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, Lorenzo, but really thinking a lot about what people were in his family were going to see when he was yeah. doing the show. And that's yeah. hard. Like you can't you feel like you can't be yourself, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really hard to do that. So I I mean, I just love that you guys have stayed in touch. And yeah. um, that's I, that to me is the one of the big I mean, obviously, I'm married and have kids and have a happy relationship from the show. But I've said this to Bob before this. The, the next second to me that is really close to the first is that you come away with these relationships that are yeah. lifelong friendships, you know, connections. I feel like we're all family. And actually, I reached out to Brooke Carson and I said, oh. when are we going to do if an, like an entire reunion of all of the whole cast? Like how much fun would that be to get all of us? There's a lot of people from the show, <laughs> but they just did it on American Idol. They had like a reunion with like Justin Guarini yeah. and like, you know, people from back in the day. So I don't know. I just, I love that you guys are still connected uh, and we're really grateful that you came on yeah, to share, you, thank, you know, your story. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you well, guys are the best. We're, we're huge fans. Oh, hey, uh, oh, thank one, you. One more thing to Bob, he probably forgets this, but when I was, uh, I got the award of the worst bachelor. Bob, you, you messaged me and said, I'm really upset because I wanted that award. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you know, well, I got to oh, tell you, I, I, I fall victim to every clickbait thing I see. And I saw that and I'm like, oh, great. I'm sure it's me. And then I look through it and I'm like, yeah. I'm like this isn't fair, man. Lozobo is my man. So I reached out. I wanted to take some heat from you, buddy, because you didn't yeah, deserve that. You did not deserve that. Yeah. I think and, it's a compliment. Yeah, I, I do too. And say thanks for your kind words. Just remember sending uh, your, your, your Venmo information. I'll take care of it. 
Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> well we had a good, done. Yeah, we had a good chat. We had a good chat All before right, the show. I had fun. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. And I'm glad everyone's well. And uh, it's great to see you all. Great thank talking to you guys. Thank Sadie, you. thank you. Lorenzo, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts you wake up with a scratchy throat congestion runny nose and cough you know your body you know you're getting sick your choices are tough it out get sick take some time out from work Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. 
plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Krista, yet another incredibly compelling episode of the Almost Famous <laughs> OGs. It was so fun. I, I love catching up with people, especially when they are still, like, there's some kind of connection there. Yeah. I feel like it shows, like, there's always these articles about how the relationships aren't successful, and we've only had this many successful relationships. But if you look at all the connections that this show has made, whether yeah. it's, like, you know, a love relationship or what, I, like you cannot deny that this show has created connection. I mean, so, you're right. So it's a different, different type of success, right? So maybe you got to focus right. on the success of friendships. I mean, look at you and me, 20 years we've been friends. That's right. You know, and I mean, that's, right. that's, that's, that's pretty right. amazing. So I think that that's something that yeah. has a lot to do with it too. So, well, yeah. amazing choices. I loved having Prince Lazobo on the show, which I hope sticks. <laughs> I love Sadie calling him Lobozo. I know, Lobozo. And I love that she can, like, um, give him sh- you yeah. know? And yeah. the fact that they actually, at first I thought she was actually giving him sh- But then you know, you realize that they have a relationship, yeah. so she can't. Anyway, that was a great episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And as always, please go to the Almost Famous podcast on Instagram and share topics, uh, people, all the things that you want to hear us talk and talk about, and oh, there he's still at it. He's still at it. You just Your heard son. that. Yeah. Which one? I don't know which one it is. That's um, the baby. That's the ten month old. Thankfully, the three year old doesn't do that anymore. But uh, yeah, it's been a loud. It's been yeah. a loud show. I've been on mute most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real life, real life, real life, Gotta baby. Love that's it. what we do. It's the IG versus the OG life. You know, we're giving you yep. the OG here for sure. Well, Trista, I love you. Thank you for another great show. It's always awesome to catch up with you. And everybody, thank you for listening. Thanks to iHeartRadio for having us and to the Almost Famous podcast family uh, for letting us sit in and uh, take up your time. So until next time.
Bye, guys. See you later. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always dive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.